When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show was taped on new gear with the same attitude. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. And now it's time for the show that is the audio equivalent of the Columbia House offer. Sounds good, but sucks later. It's Saturday Night Naps Out. Hey, Saturday Nighters, welcome back to the show. Let's get to it because there's a lot to get to. Before we jump headfirst into the pile of dead leaves called this show, I'd love to tell you about our new sponsor, the old San Diego Haunted Museum House. That's right. Look for something different to do next time you empty your savings account on a little vacation getaway that will also take you out of your normal life routine, thus putting a ton of pressure on you to catch up once you get back. Then head on over to old San Diego Haunted Museum House and take a spooky tour. Built in 1854 in land that probably wasn't ours to begin with, this accursed domicile was recently named the most haunted house in all of America by a travel magazine trying to get you to take a vacation in San Diego. Come learn a lot about our own history as you hear the story of a rich family trying hard to take advantage of the brand new industries rapidly forming in a country using God as an excuse to stomp over everything in its path. Is the house actually haunted? Well, according to the 24-year-old tour guide who picked up some extra shifts on the weekend to help cover his rising tuition costs at one of the big local colleges, yes, listen as he quickly recites a memorized script detailing all the places in the house that could be haunted if you just closed your eyes and imagined that there were ghosts there. Need proof? Don't worry. Go to the gift shop and pick up a t-shirt with an artist rendering of Boston Billy, the criminal executed on this property in 1852 that makes perfect sense to be the ghost haunting the shadows of this stuffy mansion that wouldn't even count as a one-bedroom apartment on Zillow these days. If the ghost wasn't real, would it be on a t-shirt? Didn't think so. When you're done straining to hear the tour guide while a group of kids screaming and playing with their parents watch on with a distant look that can only mean they gave up a long time ago, you'll know everything you need to know and kind of think that this is truly the most haunted house in America. So head on down to the old San Diego Haunted Museum House and use the promo code KENDOESNTBELIEVE to get 5% off your ticket and get a free sticker of Boston Billy, the ghost with the most... Offer void for out-of-state residents. And now, on with the show. I am excited to get this show going. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 84 of Saturday Night Knapsack. <laughs> Crickets. Oh, that never ceases to be entertaining, you know? <laughs> hey, we have a studio audience here. I'm kidding. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was me using some new gear we have in the studio. And man, we're so excited. Thank you all for supporting Saturday Night Napsuck. Your donations and support 
on Jemmy have amounted to $12. So thank you for all of you, the support on Patreon. We are able to upgrade some equipment and our gear just make this show sound wonderful. But it's a lot of fun. We got a lot of, a lot of bells and whistles. Whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is going to be great. Whoa. I can't wait to use that one until you all get sick of me. Oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Ken, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. Uh, if, if you don't mind, uh, don't press those buttons. They're not for this show. Come on, it's a sad trombone. I gotta play that all day. <laughs> this takes me back to my early morning show radio days where I was asked to do a lot of this stuff and I didn't, so I was laid off. Uh, well, PD, come on, you got these shiny buttons. I gotta be able to press the buttons, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm like Luke Skywalker. What's that flashing? <laughs> I'm just like the hero of that saga. Yep, 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 you're, you're, you're a Jedi indeed. Uh, yeah, just, uh, they're not for us, they're for the station. This is an entire network. Uh, this show, we don't really use drops uh, and stuff like that, so if, if you just, plus it's very expensive gear, and we, I mean, you're drinking an open uh, glass, an open container there, uh, so God knows what is in there. Gin, pure gin. That's what's in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, what, what, even water would be worse. I, I, I don't, maybe the alcohol would clean it, but just could you get away from the board and not, uh, not press anything, not do anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, please, please don't do that again. Okay. My talent, uh, paid for this. My, my talent is the reason we have it here. So why can't I, uh, be, you know, uh, treated like the hero that I am. <laughs> that never is going to get tiring at all. Ah, oh, man. Oh, Petey, Petey, have you seen this? Watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm talking like a monster. We can use that voice. We can use that to help with uh, some of the characters around here, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean, Ken. Every, every voice you hear on this show is a distinct and unique uh, human uh, with their own uh, thoughts, opinions, and personality. So I, I don't I don't understand what you're saying. Destroy the humans, destroy the humans. That's hilarious, Petey. You don't want me to use that during the show? You don't want me, you're, you're seriously telling me this is not funny to you. Hello, I am a small robot ready to take over the Earth. Wait for it. Man, it's the funniest thing I've ever done. And I perform comedy in a laundromat. Uh, Ken, we don't have a lot of time today. We didn't book a ton of studio time. So maybe you can play with your uh, toys on your own. And just maybe we get on with the show. We got some guests waiting. And uh, just please, for the love of God, don't don't press those buttons. Well, you know what, Petey? You're a real killjoy. You. You straight up sweaty. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Zinged ya. All right. All right. On with the show. Oh, you know what that music means. Are we alone? Are there really ghosts? Does big f*** in the woods? Uh, I don't know, but uh, here we go. This is not a, a Mysteries in the Unexplained segment. Uh, this is here on the show. We're going to do something a little different today. I, I wanted to talk to Nolan Guthrie. I am old friends with Nolan Guthrie. We've uh, gone searching for Bigfoot on a weekend or two in our in our lifetimes. It was a lot of fun. We, we shared a tent together, got all warm and... Uh, it cozy. Uh, that uh, was um, that was a, that was an interesting night. So uh, we, I, there's something the news, and I wasn't sure about it, and it had some uh, mystery to it. It has some unexplained nature to it. 
And that made me think of my buddy, Nolan Guthrie. So everyone, please welcome to the show, my friend. You know him. You love him, which is one of the, the most cliche, dumb intros people can give guests. Get something new. Here is Nolan Guthrie. Nolan, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I, I am good, Ken. It is very good to hear your voice and to uh, have you actually reach out to me. Uh, for once, I, I have not uh, have uh, I have not received a call from you. I have called you, or more importantly, called the producers and said I'd like to come on this week. Uh, it, it happens. Uh, fewer and fewer times, uh, I, I was supposed to have like a regular show on this network, like a full 20 minute or more show, uh, that didn't happen, uh, but, uh, this is the first time you've called me since, uh, Christmas time, uh, 2017, so very happy to, uh, hear from you, uh, uh, Ken, what can I, what can I help you? I mean, for one thing, maybe talk, uh, like a little less, that was like a five minute segment and just saying hello, jeepers, all right. Uh, yeah, Nolan. So here's the here's the thing. I was uh, looking at the news the other day, which you know what that means, pooping. Hey, and I was looking at uh, is it Newsweek or Newsmax? Which which is the one that we are uh, supposed to pay attention to more, Nolan? Do you I, know? I, I I think you're referring to Newsweek, uh, but uh, yeah, Newsmax is something that's out there. I I don't. Uh, I try not to get too political. I am a researcher of the paranormal and the unexplained. I'm seeking truth. Uh, I have discovered that a lot of people who uh, are seeking that truth with me use uh, uh, news sites like Newsmax to really form some alternate truths in the political uh, and uh, social issues of the day. And I don't, uh, I don't really uh, do. Uh, blah 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 uh, blah blah. Newsmax or Newsweek? Which one are we reading? Your producer said we we're talking about the uh, Newsweek story uh, about the fossils uh, related to possibly relating to the Loch Ness monster, uh, as, as, is what I told we were talking about. Again, you could have just said Newsweek. Yes. No. So there's this headline out there: Loch Ness monster existence plausible, comma scientists say. That's a tantalizing, tantalizing headline. So of course. I clicked on it while my legs were going numb. And fascinating story. Uh, they found some uh, bones at the bottom of the lake. Uh, I think they're called Lachs. Lachs over there. Uh, uh, not lakes, Lachs. And uh, the, they found some bones. That they're like, cool, um, Loch Ness Monster is is real, right? Did I did I get that right at all, Nolan? Uh, yeah, you complete, and it's just Loch, uh, a Loch, Um yeah, it's, uh, no, you didn't get it right. Researchers from the University of Bath and the University of Portsmouth in the UK, uh, as well as a uni university in Morocco, have found fossils of small paleosaurs, uh, and they are, those are the extinct long neck uh, reptile-like uh, creatures, we'll, we'll just say dinosaurs is a catch-all term, uh, some people might take issue with that. Uh, they found these fossils in what used to be an ancient river system. Uh, so that is where the uh, story starts. Okay, so but they, but they didn't find them in Loch Ness. Like, I, I, I might have misunderstood the story. Hadn't had my second uh, cup of uh, coffee yet, you know? Someone's got a case of the Mondays, you know what I mean? So maybe I, maybe I misunderstood the story a little bit. Nessie. Not found. Well, at least not in, in this particular case. There's a lot of compelling evidence out there to say that there is 
uh, possibly a, a Nessie or a Nessie-like creature or a relative or, or something like that. No, but these um, these uh, fossils were uh, discovered in uh, uh, Morocco uh, and uh, what is uh, part of uh, now Morocco is part of the Sahara Desert, uh, where millions upon millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of years ago, it was a body of fresh water. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we're talking about the Creta Cretaceous period. I am not an expert by any means of this here. Um, they were fossils of small, uh, you know, plesiosaurs is probably plesiosaurs. But again, dinosaurs is probably what you want to hear. That's the word you'll connect with, uh, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll just use that going forward. Yeah, no, I mean, they're all they're all dinosaurs to me. I don't, uh, you know, there's water dinosaurs, air dinosaurs. Uh, Spielberg dinosaurs, uh, you know, uh, bird dinosaurs at the LA Zoo is what I call those ones. I, you know, I don't need to know the different types. Yeah, I get it. Hippopotamosaurus, like Bronchiosaurus. I, I don't really don't care. Um, so uh, I, so this was just, just was this uh, just an article that was, uh, as the kids would say on TikTok, a, a clickbait article there, Nolan? I, I don't, I don't think anyone really uses that term on on TikTok, but maybe on Facebook. Yeah, no, no, it's it's a real article. It's a scientific discovery of a, of a set of fossils that, uh, you know, uh, were first discovered. These kind of type of fossils for this, as, as you might call a water dinosaur, was first discovered in 1823. Uh, they have the four long flippers, the long necks, and, and uh, small oh, yeah, 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 heads. I, yeah, no, no, I, I call those giraffe dinosaurs, right? Water giraffe dinosaurs, would that be more uh, correct? Uh, no, no, uh, no, it wouldn't. Um, but uh, yes, no, I, I, I take your point, though. It's just this is an exciting discovery that says that uh, these, you know, these creatures, these, as you said, water giraffe dinosaurs, uh, were not previously thought uh, to have lived or dwelled in um, uh, fresh water, uh, only that they uh, lived in seawater. And right, right. What, and what is the difference against seawater and, and fresh water? Which one uh, can Tom Hanks not drink when he's on an island? Uh, that that would, I guess, by that logic, that would be seawater, Ken. Nailed that one. Got it. All right, continue, Nolan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. No. Uh, it's just um, it, it it just shows that the the, the possibility does exist that these uh, uh, creatures, with these fossils being discovered in in freshwater, um, the same kind of freshwater found. In locks such as Loch Ness. Let, let me stop right there, Nolan. I I I want you know the internet can be cruel to people who get little, minute details wrong. Especially if say you're hosting like a Lord of the Rings related show. Do not get the details of who the elves did not or did defeat uh, wrong. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's Loch Ness. It's a Loch because you know with a, do you got to do it with a Scottish accent. Loch. I don't, I don't, is that a Scottish accent? It sounds like you're, you're choking on, on mozzarella sticks, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever you say. Uh, but the point is these kind of, uh, again, uh, using your term to be clear to anyone from the scientific community listening, water giraffe dinosaurs, uh, were only previously thought to, uh, maybe live in seawater, uh, but the fossils were found in freshwater and that opens up a world of possibilities that scientists, uh, you know, previously had, had said, uh, you know, maybe it was a closed door on. 
Um, so it's just an interesting thing. It does not prove anything, but it doesn't disprove it. It just is added to the pile of evidence uh, whether or not there's an actual uh, Loch Ness monster or there's these type of sea monsters that do show up in paranormal uh, investigations. There's a lot of footage that people have of just weird things in the water, you know? Oh, don't I know it. When I used to go to the lake as a kid, I, I every trip to the lake, I'd find a syringe someone's underpants, and one time I found that guy, Ed, the local town uh, hobo, found his body in a lake. Is is that the kind of videos you're talking about? No, no, not not at all. Those are, uh, maybe you should... Should have contacted the local authorities at the time here. No, I'm just I'm just talking about uh, in in general uh, paranormal uh, paranormal uh, research and investigations. There's a lot of people who do believe there's something in these bodies of water. Uh, I, uh, as always, I choose to search. I choose to seek, and until I have an answer, either way, I, I continue the journey. Uh, and I have not uh, seen anything that tells me the Loch Ness is real. But information like this. With the fossils found in fresh water, uh, do make me think that the uh, it's possible, and and that's what the articles say. The scientists are saying, hey, well, they don't even use the word possible; they say plausible. You know, you know, and that's a subtle difference. Oh yeah, kind of like when when Vin Scully uh, was calling the the Kirk Gibson Homer in '88, and he said, "In a season that is impossible, the Im improbable has happened." Right? I think that was it. Was that it? Uh. Cat, if that is what it takes for you to understand this, uh, then I am all for that, okay? Um, fly ball to right field, she is gone. Uh, uh, and then Nessie can maybe exist. Yes, got it. It's a great call, is it not? It's a great call. I wish Vin Scully had had some of those in the booth when he was calling that World Series, though. All right, so I'm going to round up this call here because people start uh, uh, losing uh, their attention spans after about 10 minutes, and we've crossed that mark. Uh, so to, to to sum up, Loch Ness Monster, not yet real, possibly real, and there are now two kinds of water on the earth. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. All right, um, my, um, my muffins are burning. I, I've got to go. He, he hung up? He hung up on us? Um, you know, I, he's not over what happened in that tent all those years ago. All right, fade, fade it down. There we go. I thought that was a great interview. Petey, I, I, you know, they say one of the great interviews of our time, and I think that proved it right there. Um, on with the show. And now it's time for a quick check of the weather here on SNN. I'm Ryan McLeods, and this is your SNN Weather Report. We're in the middle of a hot summer with sizzling heat. Unless you're in one of those countries where the toilet water goes the other way, then you might be in the middle of stone-cold winter in which you're stuck inside with nothing but dark, deep thoughts in your soul. I'm not sure, to be honest. I didn't pay attention to that part of the curriculum in college. Once I stopped talking about the good old U.S. of A., I stopped paying attention, right? Temperatures are high across the land, but we have reached August, so it shouldn't be too much of a surprise that the sun is as hot as a Mexico City weather girl starting an OnlyFans account. Several major metropolitan areas have declared heat warnings, but you don't have to pay attention to those unless you're old, sick, poor, or just plain homeless. So just crank up that AC until you can't feel the needs of others less fortunate than you. If you have a blow-up kiddie pool that can fit adults, now is the time. Though the heat does have a stranglehold on us and forest fires have already begun to rage, it's important to look at the bright side of life. 
consider all of this training for the eventual post-apocalyptic world we'll be living in. In fact, if you don't already own a dune buggy, now might be the time to purchase one and make the needed alterations to fight warring gangs of the last of the world's precious resources. Also, look for some light morning fog that will burn off in the afternoon. Cheers. I'm Raiden McClouds, and that was your SNN Weather Report. And now here's another true fact about your host, Ken Napsok. He's overly concerned with how fat he looks on camera, and sometimes he just watches footage of the ring camera in his backyard to judge himself. Whoa, that's that's not good. Uh, and back to the show. the music we all love. You know, it's actually kind of catchy. I gotta admit, it's kind of catchy. I don't love the guy. I don't know if he loves me, but we get along around the studio. We were in the break room the other day, shared a, shared a, a just a quaint conversation over a, over a bagel. I saw something else in the news this week, something in the pop culture zeitgeist, and I wanted to get more information. Just wanted to talk about it. You know, I used to, there used to be a part of my career, there was a time in my career where I was paid to talk about movie news and movie trailers and watch them and give uh, you know predictions on what we thought was going to happen or if one movie was going to be better than the other because life is always competition. That's the best way to discuss art. And, you know, it was a, it was a horrible time of, of my life. I was really depressed. Uh, but, you know, talking about movies sometimes was fun. So uh, I, I wanted to talk about movie trailers. There's a movie trailer that came out this week, and it is it looks interesting. I have some questions about it. It is uh, this movie, Blonde, starring Annie Dermis, and it is about um, Marilyn Monroe. We all know Marilyn Monroe, of course, uh, JFK's wife, and she was a movie star, and not a lot of, you know, not a lot of good things happened um, to her. But she did have a song uh, by, about her by Elton John. Not a bad trade-off, if you ask me. Anyways, I thought, uh, what a perfect, um, you know, time to uh, bring in uh, this guy. He's uh, on the network with me here. He has a show, Inside Tinseltown. We also have him do his Hollywood memories on here. Uh, you know him. Uh, it is uh, your friend, and not necessarily mine, Dutch Allen. Dutch, how you doing? Hey, it's Dutch Allen, Ken, and you've got Go Pixel. You got Go Phone Call. This is weird, Kenny, because I'm actually in the studio right now doing some uh, work uh, in, in the other other recorded space there. Uh, but Petey said uh, you'd prefer me to call in. You won't, don't want me on the microphones with you. So uh, I'm calling in from that break room where we were talking the other day. And I got to say, for my money, Ken, you know, you're a prickly fellow. But I've been in Hollywood a long time and worked with a lot of prickly fellows. And some prickly ladies, and it's all part of the experience, and I got no problem with you. I wish you had uh, less of a problem with me, I'll say that. That's fair. Look, Dutch, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, then here's one. I'll say something nice about you to get the conversation going right. For an old guy, for a real old guy, you do not smell like some kind of barbershop cologne, and I like that about you. 
Well, okay, now I'll take that, Kenny. Uh, yes, good. I, I did for years wear the Old Spice, uh, though that was uh, deemed for a long time, for like decades. Old Spice was deemed old and out of touch. It was older than the name, I guess you could say. But then suddenly uh, a, a new marketing campaign, and they started uh, redesigning some things, new spokesperson. It was a lot of, that was suddenly the hip brand. So I did go back to it for a little bit there. Yeah, but no, uh, it's good. My, my fourth wife was a Gina Tay uh, sales lady. She'd go, uh, door to door, house to house, party to party, selling uh, those bottles of uh, Gita with the uh, black bowl kind of lids on there. So uh, smelling good's a good thing. So, you know, Kenny, I'll take that there. But you want to talk about the Maryland picture, the trailer that was released, a Netflix film. But by the way, the name is Anna Diamas, or Anna Diamas. I say Anna, it sounds more uh, classy, not uh, w whatever you say. Uh, yeah, yeah, look at it. I mean, I had a, I had it on my notes here. Uh, yeah, Annie, Annie Dermis. But, um, yeah, whatever, whatever. That's good. Uh, yeah, Dutch. So you, uh, now you knew Marilyn Monroe, right? Is is that is that true? Is that is that a rumor I heard that was true? Yeah, I did a little bit there. It was the start of my career there. I actually did a, a Hollywood memory segment on the show a while back about her, her marriage to Joe, Joe DiMaggio there. And, uh, you know, I wore my uh, my emotions on my sleeve there, my heart on my sleeve there. I didn't know her, know her, but I spent some time and just a, a beautiful, sad, tragic, uh, 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 you know, Character is I don't she's a real person there, but it it it, it is uh, that she kind of was this uh, character to all of us there. Tra tragic indeed, but also at the same time just a sweet sweet angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lived her life like a candle in the wind, you know. I can't tell, Cat, if you're mocking Marilyn or Sergeant John or both. So maybe we just don't do that again. All right. Dutch, I know every word to the song "The Bitches Back," so don't 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 you think for a second I was. Mocking Sir Elton John, Un unbelievable. All right, I, I apologize, Cat. I apologize. I'm a big fan of Selton. I uh, knew him before he was a sir. I actually, for a while, used to call him Reggie there. It was a good time. But it was one night, I'll tell you what, there was one night in 1981 that uh, Elton and I and some friends, we got together. We had a late-night hamburger dinner at Hamburger Hamlet, the one that used to be across from the man's Chinese seat, and not the one farther down on Sunset. I know a lot, that one's a, a famous one as well. But there used to be one across the street for the, the Gromans Theater, as, as it was uh, called there at the time. And we, I got to tell you something. It's, we, not, it's, not, it's not your show today, Dutch. It's not your, it's my show. I don't want to hear... Your stories, but how you, Charles Grodin, you know, got drunk down at the bowling alley and woke up in each other's pants. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't care. Not this time. It's my show. I got questions about this Marilyn M movie, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe movie. Uh, you've got me flummoxed. You don't, uh, you don't want to retake that one there. You don't want to go back and re-record that part of the uh, the segment. Re-record. This is a live radio program, Dutch. What are you talking about there? Th this trailer, blonde. Um, it, it looks interesting. I get what it's going for. Like you said, Marilyn's a character. She's sitting there uh, talking to uh, uh, Bobby Cannavale, whose son is in Star Wars, unfortunately. And he uh, he's asking her, who, who, like, who are you? How'd you get your start? And she's like, I, well, I didn't get my start. Who am I? You know, like, I'm not a real. I, I, so I get that might be have something to do with the real thing there. Uh, I, I get that, Dutch. But um, I've seen that before. I've seen that before in movies. Yeah, we, we, do we really need to go down this path now? I, I thought I was uh, coming on here to talk about Marilyn there, but uh, yeah, I, I did see the trailer for the picture there. Where where exactly did you uh, see it before there, Ken? Man, in, man on the Moon. This summer, Jim Carrey is Andy Cop. That, that one. When he's telling Courtney Love, like, there is no real me. That, that, I've seen that before. You know? You know what I mean? 
I, uh, yeah, I, uh, and I knew Andy Kaufman. I actually gave him a tip one time when he was a busboy at Jerry's Deli down the street on Ventura, Studio City. I didn't know it was him until I gave him a 20 spot, and he returned $11 of it and said, so you, you over-tipped me there. He, that's the kind of uh, guy he was and how he was with money for himself and for us. I, I enjoy Andy Kaufman a lot there. Uh, I, I, I saw that picture. It's a Milos Foreman picture. Milos and I, we go. Way back. I get it. I don't care. D am I wrong in thinking that? Man on the Moon, Blonde, same movie. Uh, you know, they say uh, media literacy is dead there. I saw I saw a very uh, successful movie YouTuber uh, praise the uh, the pizza rolls uh, Wisconsin guys in their Star Wars video, which is one of the worst pieces of uh, lack of insightful crap out there. And this guy praised it and said he, he aspires to be like that. Uh, I, I, so media literacy is apparently dead there. And, and, and I know you're not in the movie news or movie criticism game, but no – uh, Blonde, the picture uh, about Marilyn Monroe, kind of, which I thought we were going to get to that too, the truth versus reality. The picture Blonde, and then the Milos Foreman picture, Man on the Moon, uh, with Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman, uh, and Danny DeVito as George Shapiro, I might add, who was great in that picture as well. A big fan of Danny DeVito. Uh, he and I did go bowling once, and uh, we got so drunk on Coronas at the bowling alley, he dared me to use him as a bowling ball. I stuck three fingers in three holes, and I bowled him. Picked up the split, believe it or not. True story. Uh, but they're not the same picture. Jesus. Like, are you watching the things before you spout off on the internet about the, the things you saw there, the media you watched? I don't, I don't understand what you're saying, okay? If I don't understand it, I don't dig deep, and then that's what I base my movie review ratings on. It's how successful YouTube movie critics uh, do it. Duh, Dutch. I've never met a successful YouTube movie critic that doesn't at least partially want to drive their car off a pier. So I don't, uh, you take, I don't take a lot of that with great assault. I, I thought we were going to talk about Maryland. Can we talk about Maryland? Well, yeah. I mean, this is a movie. I, a lot of people seem to be complaining about this picture. So now I'm speaking like you, Dutch. Movie. Um, and, and that the trailer, you know, it, it looks to be a little fictionalized, but it's a movie. And it also has an NC-17 rating, which I personally like. What do you think? I, I don't want to know why you like that. Uh, I, I don't really want to know. Because Annie Diarmas is hot. Like, wh why? You can't do the math there? Annie DeArmas is hot. Or even when she was in the, the, the Knives Stab picture and she was, like, dressed down. Hot. Like, what? NC-17? Sign me up. Right? Am I wrong? I can't exactly point to where you're wrong, but yes, I, I'd like to think you're wrong. Uh, here's the problem. Here's, uh, if I'm reading into it, I haven't read, uh, read every tweet about this subject here. I think the concern... I think the concern might be that you've got, uh, you know, you got this subject matter, Marilyn Monroe, who we all know is very well documented. She was a, uh, she was made one of the first big mega stars in the world, a glamorous, sexy movie star, a starlet, which was the template for a lot of things to come. But it, it came at the cost of her own existence. I think her own identity, who she was as a person. She got caught up in so many things. Uh, that eventually, no matter what you think uh, led to her death, whatever details or who was involved or was it salacious, was it accidental, there's just all of it factored into her life and her tragic ending, which, to tell you, still hurts me. It still guts my soul. I think that's part of the problem. I think people are worried based on the book or who had access to her or what the story was. I don't know. 
I, I haven't followed that trail. I'll leave that to the movie news, quote unquote, professionals that you used to be a part of there. Um, I got to tell you that um, I think the worry is with an NC-17 rating that might put, make make the movie have, uh, you know, put in a position where there's some sexual situations, to say the least. That's what I'm saying, Dutch. Yeah, right? No, no, right, not no, not right, Ken. That's that you might be doing. If you're doing a movie about Maryland and and you want to give uh, some justice to this person, to the to the Norma Jean of it all, if you will, maybe an NC-17 rating might uh, indicate there's a, some salacious use of sex, sexual situations. It's almost like you're putting Marilyn into the same position she was in her life, uh, an over-sexualized sex pot at, at at the cost of her own identity. You know what I mean? And, and she was a beautiful woman, and, and she was a sexy. She was all those things, but that's all she was to so many people. I think that I think that might be the worry with NC seventeen rating. Look, I that sounds really deep and smart and all, but it's Annie Diarmas, and and she's Marilyn. Like push it to X, as far as I'm concerned. That that. Uh, you definitely don't have go picture there for me, and I think it shows that you might be secretly a rather depraved individual, which is in line with a lot of the people in the YouTube movie community, those that I know, uh, things I can't say, uh, those who have done horrible things but see their channels grow and grow and grow. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, 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 I almost want no part of this anymore. In fact, yeah, you know what, I think, think about I, – I want no part of it. Thank you for the time, Ken. I'll see you in the hallway. Why, why, why does everyone hang up on me? Am I that bad of a person? Really, seriously, Petey, am I that bad of a person? Uh, yes. Yes, you are. All right, all right. On, on with the show. And now it's time for the list. Today, we've got the best ways to eat leftovers. Number three. Take great care to warm everything up individually on a stovetop before just dumping everything into one microwavable bowl and pressing start on a five-minute timer. Number two. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that all of your life's choices didn't lead you to this moment in which you have to eat three-day-old pasta to save money. Number one. Eat them tomorrow. Order a pizza now. Clink, clink. And that's the list. To Del Taco, may I take your order? Uh, actually, no, I don't really want anything. I'm not hungry. I had leftover vegan meatball spaghetti. <sighs> I don't, I just want to. Can I just talk? Can we just talk? Do you have time for me to talk to you? Uh, sir, there's a minivan behind you with eight kids who just finished soccer. I think they want some soft tacos. Yeah, well, they're they're kids. They got they got a long time before they die. Let's um, let's talk. I need to, I need a friend, man. I don't feel good about I don't feel good about things, man. Then might I suggest our strawberry milkshakes that you always order? Um, kind of almost in place of water. Yeah, yeah, actually, that sounds good. I'll, I'll take two of those. I'll take two of those. Oh, that's great, sir. Anything else, or will that hopefully conclude your order? Look, I just I just feel that you and I know each other. Like, I'm always talking to you. You kind of know my inner desires more than anyone else, you know? Well, sir, I do know that you want an excessive amount of Del Taco regularly, so if that counts as knowing you, I, I guess that does. Yeah, see, I, see, you get me, man. You get me. What the hell was that? 
oh, the studio I, I work at, they uh, they got a new like soundboard. It has all these cool like effects on it. So I, I actually ripped it out of the the board and I, I took it with me. Hey, all right. I, uh, I just might be a minimum wage fast food employee, but I don't think you can do that, sir. Well, I did it. Um, yeah, so anyways, to my uh, greater point, I just, I just figure, you know me, man. I just, I just don't feel good about where a lot of things are going with my career, my show. Like, I, I feel so. I'm putting seventy five percent effort in when I think the fans are demanding no less than eighty two. You know. Um, I think people have uh, probably followed you long enough to know that seventy five percent is pretty much all you're capable of. I wouldn't worry about it. But I, you know, I just, mm, that's a good point though. The standards are kind of low. Uh, well, you said them there, sir. I can. I mean, I imagine. I don't know. I don't really listen to your show. Yeah, well, you're not the only one. It's pretty much just uh, this guy in Long Island and then this uh, girl who listens to it on 8 speed. That's about it these days. You can do that? You can speed up podcasts? Uh, apparently. I've never listened to a podcast my entire life, but yeah, apparently you can. Oh, well, that changes everything. I listen to the Star Wars podcast that has three-hour episodes on Jar Jar Binks. I love it, but I want to get through it faster so I can get to work on time. Yeah, you, you sound like a Star Wars fan. Um, so anyways... I just, I just, I, I have a passion for the show, but I just sometimes don't know if my energy does, and that's just the reality, right? Okay, sir. Um, can I uh, move you along? Um, there's that minivan behind you, and now there's a BMW, and those are usually really uh, mean uh, soul drivers. So, um, uh, maybe we can talk some other time. I just, I just, whatever. I just get in my head, you know, and maybe, maybe. My shows are being received just as they need to be, and I should get out of my head about it and just kind of accept where I am in life and be happy with what I have and what I can create and what I can put out. That seems like health. That's a healthy thought, right? Sounds great. That's uh, 613 at the next window, sir. But then other days, I just I just don't want to go in the studio because I just feel, I don't know, almost ashamed, you know, like almost ashamed of what I do and almost ashamed about what, what is uh, the lack of quality you know sometimes i just don't want to go into work that's literally every day of my life sir it's okay you get used to the emptiness like i don't even want to go back in the studio and finish today's show you know like, i just don't want to do anything uh, are you saying you're quitting your show sir dear god no have you have you seen my ego no I, I if two people love it that's two people that make me feel alive no i'm not quitting the show which is I'm a little exhausted. Okay, sir. Well, hopefully that will complete your order. We can talk some other time. I, I, I find this sometimes, sir. Just maybe you don't need to be on, as harder on yourself as always. And sometimes you can just take a little time off. And that's okay. I call out sick to work at least twice a month. They won't fire me because they can't find anyone uh, to work here. That is a great idea. You know what? Actually, uh, I got an idea. Uh, here, can you... Um uh, when I, I'm gonna come around. Uh, I'm gonna hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive around to the first window. Okay, hold on. Uh, sirs, okay, okay. That means we're gonna pay. That's great. Okay, okay. All right. Hey, good to see you. Good to see your face again. Yeah, you know, I often don't look up when I pay you because you're the help. Uh, look, I don't want to go back in the studio, but could you could you uh, could you read this? Could you read this? Uh, the, you want me you want me to read this? You, I think I've, I've actually done this before. You want me to do it again? Great, then you're an expert. Read this, and then uh, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to kick off my shoes, play some video games, and just kind of veg out for the next year. All right? Wonderful. Oh, look, okay. Oh, why, why am I hearing music this time? Okay. Um, 
Uh, that's the show, everyone. Uh, it's episode 84 of Saturday Night Napsuck Special. Thanks to all the Patreon supporters, especially Vermont Mike for this week's uh, Morning Drive Media Station identification. You could support at patreon.com slash catnapsuck. Uh, big thanks to associate producer Sean Arnold uh, for all his help. Um, check out Sean's Tea Public shop at tpublic.com slash user slash tshawn. If you like music, uh, you can listen to Canon Hall of Fame Music Radio in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, uh, and also uh, on their website, hofandradio.com, and you can check out Ken's music show, uh, Pop Rock and Radio on Mixcloud. Um, I like a lot of uh, music. I like uh, Blink-182. Um, you can visit kenapsock.com for more information. Follow him on Twitter, kenapsock, or M-Drive Media. I think I found out he blocked me once. Um, be sure, as always, to tell a friend about Saturday Night Napsack, a show so real that had to be faked. And as always, remember to live, no, to love, laugh, respond, oh, he dropped some sauce on this, laugh responsibly. Bye.